Hello and welcome to That Mindset Woman. I'm Donna and you guessed it, I'm That Mindset Woman. As women, we're often overloaded with people's issues and are quick to forget our own. So I'm here to offer you relevant and actionable tips for personal growth told from a woman's eye view. I'm passionate about lifting up women and letting them know they can achieve absolutely anything from careers, money, mental health, relationships, and to self-care, I will cover a range of topics that are relevant to us modern women. So join me on this journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Let's build each other up and help me to make every day a little more female-friendly. Hello again. So I am the Mindset Woman, and you know that we are going to have a good discussion today. And today I've chosen expectations. So. I think that this is a really funny subject because I don't think we quite realise how expectations impact us overall. Because we never really sit back and think, what are the expectations that are placed on me? What expectations am I placing on others? We have to deliberately take ourselves to a place where we're starting to think about these things. So it's important to discuss expectations, I think, because I think that a lot of problems people have with each other stem somewhere from expectations. You expected something to happen, it didn't, you were annoyed. Somebody expected something of you, you didn't do it, they got annoyed. We expect people to behave or treat us in a certain way when they don't, guess what, we all get annoyed. So we need to really come clean with ourselves about our expectations as well as other people. What are we expecting of ourselves? What are we expecting of others? And what are others expecting of us? As soon as we pull these things out into the light, we actually might reach a point of understanding so that we don't have those fractious moments where we've completely misunderstood one another. And suddenly, something that could have been a really simple communication issue has become something people really fall out about. So I think it's really important. I've had a personal experience of this. Um, I've had um, a friend who, we went through something difficult together and I expected her to be there for me and she wasn't. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately that can happen. It wasn't pleasant at the time. We both, I think, misunderstood each other's expectations in actual fact. What damaged the friendship irreparably was the things that were said about each other. Um, and I think we get ourselves into that situation because of something simple, like I said. Had we discussed our expectations of one another, it may never have gotten that far. Remember, just like you, I've made all of these mistakes. That's why I can talk about them so openly. And I do use my personal experience for your benefit. I don't mind telling you where I've got it wrong if it leads you to a place where you get it right. So basically, expectations are... It's something that we kind of place on ourselves and on others. It's a demand in a way. I demand of you this behavior. I demand that you do this. We don't call it a demand. That's impolite. It seems rude. We call it an expectation, but we don't even call it that. We kind of have it at the back of our minds. If you don't do this, I'll think of you completely differently. And that's how we lend ourselves to being let down. We get let down with ourselves. We get let down with others. Others get let down by us. 
and often it's all completely avoidable. There are different kinds of expectations though. And this is where I think this is so relevant to what we're doing. Women, I think, are subject to so many expectations, right? So we know, we do know it is an actual fact that when women and men break up, or women and women, it's childcare tends to fall onto women, right? So unfairly, women have this role where at work, they are undermined quite a lot. And really, if you think about it and you look back, it's not really anyone's fault. Yes, it lands in misogyny. Yes, it's absolutely unfair. And yes, women get penalised by the fact of their own biology. But I don't think it's that black and white because society's expectations are coming from places where, you know, back in the war, it was the men that fought. Um, you know, if we look back in the, I say the war, like there was one, the first and second world wars, it was men that fought, okay? So it wasn't until more recently where women were active in war zones. And I think that that has slightly shifted perceptions, but not entirely. We are still the ones who give birth. And I think that that is really sometimes the nitty gritty of some of our problems when it comes to sexism. It's well known that women's pensions usually don't match men's because we have time off for child rearing, childbirth, all the things that we can't avoid. And it doesn't mean that there should be that expectation, but there is. Whether we want it or not, it is there. The fight is being fought, but it's not nowhere close to being won. And I think that it's something we're going to have to deal with for a long time. Our children, our grandchildren possibly are still going to be in the same position. And I do think, if it's not too controversial to say, the water is being muddied as well, because obviously we've now got um, the LGBTQIA plus community. So we now have transgender people who are identifying as women as well. So we have things like expectations in sports. So now we have a, a time where women that have previously been men are in sports and it is causing mass confusion within team situations and um, we've seen it several times in the olympics where um where, where athletes have been disqualified on the basis they have an unfair advantage or the unfair advantage has been allowed to exist and it causes friction no matter which side you're coming from expectations go deep and they go wide and i think that it can start as small as in your own home with your husband thinking that you're responsible for this and you thinking your husband is responsible for that or you thinking your mother should do this and them thinking you should not expect so much i think that it can then cascade outwards so it ends up in your workplace where you're trying so hard to please your boss to get the promotion perhaps it can cascade out to your friendships where you think that you hold a certain position and sometimes it's going to get verified an expectation is going to prove or negate that case so we have to make sure that we're being really honest with people about our expectations and most of all we're being honest with ourselves because quite often we get let down and it's a surprise. I didn't realize that I would do this. I didn't realize that would be my behavior. Maybe if we're, we're starting to be honest with ourselves, we will be more honest publicly.
I think that a lot of the things that you can say would change the world, if we're looking at this lofty height of changing the world, then it starts really, really small with ourselves and our own home. And I think that is so true as well of expectations. So for example, my husband has an expectation that I've, I've talked about this before. He does the shopping. So I have an expectation he'll do the shopping. But what if he plans something for the day that's shopping day and I'm left to do it? Am I supposed to think, but that's your job. I expect that of you. Or is there some fair give and take in that, in that routine? We need to think about these things. So expectations can be positive and they can be negative. It just depends how we manage them. It depends how we're communicating them. And I think that that's the key is the communication. It's not necessarily the expectation. It's the communication of it. So we need to look at how expectations can damage or just impact all over our mental and emotional well-being because unrealistic expectations cause true damage. You know, they make us stressed, anxious, depressed. We can come down so hard on ourselves and I'm not immune to this. I have been in the past and, and I probably am still a bit to this day, quite a perfectionist. And if I fail at something, although I'm very philosophical about it and I know that it leads to learning, there is a deep-seated upset because the child in me that's used to winning hates to lose. And I think that we need to remember there is still a child in all of us. And not only does that child act out on ourselves, it acts out on others and it's there sitting underneath. So it, it, it's where your basest emotions come from, like the stress, anxiety and depression. You can't really control that initial reaction. You can start to recognize and work with it. There's the difference. So there are loads of people that we know of who've had and struggled with serious expectation issues. So for example, let me think now, and I'm doing this on the hop, by the way. Uh, uh, um, here's a really good one, uh, Florence Nightingale. Florence Nightingale is a really good one because she was expected to um, marry, to, to, to marry and, and marry into a decent family. She came from good stock. She should have married into good stock, but she didn't. She knew that she wanted more than the life of a wife. That's not really what she had in, in store for her. And when the, the Crimean War started, she knew that she wanted to be somewhere that she could help. She actually taught herself medicine and she, she learned in the trenches. And, you know, her life path that is, is now so synonymous with a life well-led and a serviced life um, is, is all because of her breaking free of a serious expectation, which at that time was not to be sniffed at. And then we've got more recent people. So somebody who springs to mind is Michael Jackson. So Michael Jackson was always a victim of expectation. He was kind of forced to perform by his family. And although none of them really liked it, they it was kind of what they were bred to do. Um, and then we've got, um, you know, kings and queens and, and the current monarchy, uh, Prince Harry, a really, really modern, super modern example of somebody whose expectations have landed so heavily that he's broken free from those chains and made a lot of noise doing it. And I think that these things, whether you agree with Prince Harry's case or you don't, I think that there is a case to be said he didn't ask for that expectation. No matter what's happened since, he never actually asked for that duty to be placed upon him. This is the problem with, with the monarchy system. Obviously, Prince William has thrived from all that we know in that environment. Harry didn't. 
And now it's cost him heavily and the whole monarchy and the whole country, I would argue, because he was quite a popular royal. So I think that when you've got expectation, it can be a small roll up of things, but it can be catastrophic for a person. Um, if we stick with the monarchy, look back at the Prince Edward, who should have been king. And, you know, when he defected for marriage, it was completely, you know, unheard of. It had been done in the past, but not recently. And still to this day, we echo that old trope of Wallace Simpson, the divorcee, the one who stole the king, you know. But at the end of the day, what ruined the king was expectation. And I think that it can be massive like that. And it depends how honest we're prepared to be with ourselves. I've heard stories and I do know people who have had expectations placed on them like you'll have you know you'll have this life you'll you'll have these children you'll you'll be in this marriage you'll live in this area your kids will go to this school you'll learn this subject at this university and i think that it can be really damaging to somebody's self integrally because if they are not able to break out and be who they are you can die under that weight of expectation and it's not just for royals or for pop stars to feel that weight is for everybody. So just because you have an expectation on you, it doesn't mean it's always a good thing or going to lead to a good thing. Generally, it's gonna be the cause of a misunderstanding somewhere down the line. So we need to manage expectations. And I do think that this all falls down to communication. And it starts, I say this all the time, it starts with you. You have got to start being honest with yourself. What are you going to tolerate and who from? What are you going to portray and where to? You know, what are you going to give of yourself? And what are you gonna, what honesty are you gonna provide people with? Because for example, I'm very honest about who I am, about my intentions, and I make sure that those around me understand my expectations. So for example, um, if we look at childcare, right? I have my youngest who's four, she goes to nursery, she's going to be starting um, primary school soon and my eldest who's 12 is in secondary school and I do kind of have an expectation that the family that are close to me will help me when I have issues with childcare and the reason that I, I do have that expectation, not to their detriment, I do ask, and I am very kind about it, we do communicate about it, and I do think you have to be open and honest with these kind of conversations, I do, you know, I do make sure, I, I, I try not to inflict um, any unwanted uh, time on people or anything like that, but I do, I do, you know, kind of have a base assumption of, when we're close like this, we support each other like this. And I carry that through everything that I do and I expect others to kind of do the same. So that is an expectation that I place on people. And I don't think then it would be a surprise if, you know, if if I expect a bit of help with my childcare and, you know, if there's, if there's a reason, it's like, no, this is inconvenient because of so-and-so, chances are I would have known and I wouldn't have, have booked a thing. But um, I, do, I do carry that expectation. And I think if we're honest about that, a lot of us do. A lot of us do presume, whether it's your parents presuming on you or you presuming on them or you presuming on your children with your expectations, it kind of does go that way. I expect of my daughter that she will not get in trouble at school. That is a it's a perfectly good expectation 
I don't want her to be getting into trouble. She does know there would be trouble from me if she ended up in trouble at school. And that expectation will sit on her until she's old enough um, to, to live her own life and to be under her own esteem, at which point I hope she's learnt enough to, to, to live a good life. So it boils down to communication. If we communicate our expectations, they're likely to be met with a much better reaction than if we just enforce something that nobody realized actually existed or you behave in a way that was completely unexpected. This is what happened with me when my friend and I fell out. I was going through a really hard time and my friend kind of made it a little bit about her um, and wasn't there for me. And it was my expectation that if you're my friend, if you're if you're going to have this close, close access to me, I should be able to rely on you in those moments, considering I don't have many of them. But I think that it's a basic expectation of a very close friendship. When that was broken, it was clear to me the friendship wasn't the same on both sides. And then you communicate that and that's it. So I think you've got to manage the expectations by communicating, by being clear about who you are and what you're expecting from others, and also be clear on what you're expecting of yourself so as not to let yourself down or to be overly critical in an unjust way. So we need to set realistic expectations for ourselves and other people. You know, if you're expecting perfection of yourself or anyone, this is going to be unattainable. I absolutely tell you, as a perfectionist myself, it leads you nowhere but carnage. Nothing is ever going to reach that bar. You know why? Because when, when you're a perfectionist, you can't reach perfect. Perfect is always going to be unattainable because whatever you've achieved still was not good enough. People do this, people procrastinate, and it's down to perfectionism. And the reason is because what is the point of doing something if it's never going to be perfect anyway? So if you're not being realistic and your bar is far too high, chances are there's going to be disappointment. You need to reel it in and you need to make sure the other person is aware that not only is there an expectation of, of how far the expectation goes and don't expect perfection. Try and be realistic. So we need to adjust as well. We need to be flexible. Because it's not always going to be doable. I mean, look at COVID. COVID was absolutely life-changing. Everything that we knew changed on March 23rd that year. And I can't believe still to this day how it all happened. It kind of shocked us all, didn't it? Like the world can shut down. This is a fact now. And when that happened, there was suddenly people trapped in countries they didn't belong in. There were children with parents they didn't permanently live with. There were people in jobs that they were about to lose. There were people in jobs that they had to suddenly start working from home and companies had to trust employees where previously they probably hadn't. So there were expectations everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Everybody had to be flexible. Everybody had to change. Everybody had to think outside of themselves for five minutes. Now, if we apply that and use that all the time, can you imagine what we could achieve? That kind of flexibility, that, that margin for error kind of gives us all a little bit of freedom to make mistakes, but to expect knowing that we're going to communicate effectively and we're also going to be, be um, 
be flexible about it. We're going to be realistic and we're going to take other people's care into our expectation as well. If I'm expecting something of someone, it can't be something that lands them in hot water personally. It can't be something that means that they're going to neglect their own needs and do that just to afford my expectation. That's not a good thing to do. And I don't think it's realistic or flexible or kind to behave like that. So managing expectations is a really important matter. So, of course, I've just talked about it. We've got to embrace uncertainty because it's going to happen. Like I say, COVID told us anything is on the table. Anything can happen. We've now got to live in this world of, of uncertain times because it's all moving so fast, don't you think? We've just had, you know, it feels like we've only just had the internet boom and the mobile phones and suddenly we're talking about virtual reality and the the, the metaverse. It's, it's completely, you know, it, it's gone too fast. So we need to keep up. We need to stay with the uncertain. We need to feel comfortable in that area. So let go of your expectations sometimes. Understand that some things are just going to be completely beyond you. Don't try and control everything. It will lead to greater happiness and fulfillment if you just let the process be the process. I always say, really, all you have is now. You can't actually have the future. You don't know if it's going to be given to you yet. You, call, you can make plans, you can have desires and wishes, but you cannot have expectations because you don't know if you're going to be granted that time. Just try and stay in the here and now. Try and enjoy what you've got. Try and let go of expectations and see where that gets you. So there have been people who've had huge, huge success once they've just relinquished their expectations. They've calmed down on themselves and they've let it go. You know how um, it happens quite a lot, doesn't it, where people will have IVF again and again and again, and they'll be on a roller coaster of disaster and ill health and expectations, 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 so heavy that it makes them physically ill. It leads couples to break up. It leads them to financial ruin even. And then what happens randomly after they've had one successful IVF baby, what happens? They get pregnant. And you're like, oh my God, how did you do that? That cost you nothing. Once the expectation was dropped, it's like a miracle happened. And that is honestly an analogy for life. Once the expectation is dropped, anything can happen. You suddenly leave the gates open for possibility. And I think that's really, really powerful. If you take nothing else from this podcast today, take that. Try and drop everything. Drop your expectations and leave the gates open for possibility. So I really hope that's helped you. Expectations are just sometimes too great for any of us. I hope that we can all learn, embrace a little bit of uncertainty, drop the perfection and let go of your expectations. Thank you so much for joining me today for another amazing chat. I'm that mindset woman and I believe that every woman deserves to get the best out of every single day. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future topics, I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Feel free to leave a comment below or reach out to me via Facebook, where I am at Empowerverse, Instagram at The Empowerverse, and email info at empowerverse.co.uk. As always, I want you to remember my two golden rules. One, you are capable of achieving anything you set your mind to. And two, you can only serve others once you have first serve yourself.
Go get it, ladies. Have a great day.